Since 2008, the MCU has been one of the most consistent movie franchises in recent times, both with the quality and quantity of its product. They completely reinvented the way franchises can also be described as cinematic universes, interlink interlinking projects for culminating movies that was a spectacle to watch. There was no hesitation that the MCU was not going to stop following the Infinity Saga, with factors such as the certainty of big-name stars wanting to add their name to their multi-billion dollar product and their ways of interlinking television shows into the mix shows that Marvel now doesn't have to rely on movies in order to progress their overarching story. However, after two years, seven movies, eight TV shows and two special presentations, Marvel fans have not responded in their natural way, picking faults with the majority of their products. My name is Kieran Griggs and welcome to November's FRC Film Forum where we discuss why the MCU Phase 4 has had a mixed response. It's always best to look at the positives first. Marvel announced their Phase 4 at the 2019 Comic-Con shortly after their previous saga ended with the second Spider-Man solo film. Immediately, fans of the movies immediately drew to their eyes to the sequels where certain characters such as Spider-Man, Black Panther, Thor and Doctor Strange were going to be given their chance to continue on their journey. Marvel also gave fans a great amount of fan service with OG Avengers Black Widow and Hawkeye, as well as MCU's first big bad Loki, get their chance to be prominent and not be in the background of another hero. However, it was no secret that Marvel had to announce new heroes to their screens, replacing heroes that would either have their story naturally end or be forced to make way so the overarching narrative allows to continue with new faces. That was prominent with the announcement of She-Hulk, Ms. Marvel and Moon Knight for their Disney Plus schedule and Shang-Chi and Eternals for their movie schedule. In my opinion, there'd only be three movies and three TV shows that were considered to reach the high standard that Marvel set for themselves. It's hard to compare the quality of TV shows against the Infinity Saga movies, but I would say that WandaVision, Loki and Hawkeye was probably the best of the bunch for me. How for the movies I would have to I would have to say Shang-Chi no Way Home and Wakanda Forever can be discussed as reaching the quality level of the films that came before it. Whilst that is good enough for a franchise just starting out, it is inconsistent for Marvel, whose winning formula that they use in this phase has worked time and time again. It is no lie that Marvel have got enough money to give their films high budgets, something that every film needs to fulfil their fantasy potential. In a 2022 article with Screen Rant, five MCU projects for the Infinity Saga are part of the top 10 most expensive superhero movies, with 2015's Avengers Age of Ultron topping the list with a budget of $495 million. Whilst I respect that the high budget is necessary for a film to be a success, the CGI used over the past few projects within this universe has been at the centre of criticism. Right at the start of this phase, Black Widow's final act involved an explosion scene with Yelena blown off the ship. The explosion looked really weak with Pew naturally falling off. This continued in several other projects such as She-Hulk's transformation and the floating head of Heimdall's son in Fall Love and Thunder, showing inconsistency with poor CGI design away from the Infinity Saga. This was addressed in the report that the VFX artists were being rushed by the creative team to get certain shots completed, which will support my next point of quantity over quality. It wouldn't be a new year with 
movie roster without an MCU movie. Since the start of the MCU in 2008, 2009 and 2020 were the only two years that there were no releases connected to this universe, with the latter year being primarily down to the COVID-19 pandemic. The spacing out of releases allows fans to truly cherish Cherish the new releases, giving it time to be prominent with the fans as well as anticipating the next release and where the overarching story will go next. However, with the release schedule being so tight and a lot to cover within a phase, you constantly feel like you are forced to watch every single project and not affording to miss anything. That restricts the likability and enjoyment of a cinematic universe, with the decision being taken away from the viewers and Marvel's potential overconfidence that every fan will watch their content regardless of how intrigued the show or movie might look. Not only that, but I believe that their recommendation to watch certain projects doesn't even affect a fan un- fans understanding. For example, they instructed that people should watch Loki, What If, No Way Home and WandaVision so they can truly enjoy Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. However, Spodka's Showdown, Competitor and My Fantastic Father uh, only watched WandaVision by my recommendation and truly understood the story. The reason why I recommended that particular show to him was to truly understand the motives behind Wanda's villainous arc. Whilst that was appreciated, my dad's thoughts on the movie wouldn't have changed if he had spent the time to watch the rest of their recommended projects. Instead of concluding this show on a negative, it's important to focus on the fact that the MCU is still the top tier of cinematic universes that all companies are attempting to do. With the rights to so many characters and the story direction of a multiverse, the endless possibilities are in the capable hands of Marvel, with the next few phases assuring fans of a saga-ending spectacle. Whilst it's been a shaky start to their self-titled multiverse saga, you have to admit that Marvel have outcome their haters and doubters before, and they surely can do it again. My name is Kieran Goodins, and this has been your November's Film Forum. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope I've made the conversation about film and TV sound a little bit more interesting.